You were always scum. Rebel scum. James, hmm. have you heard the news? Oh no! Wait, it's a hollow news already. Should I start singing? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> in fact, stop singing in general. Uh, they are releasing a Walmart exclusive, Baby Yoda Bop It. Remember Bop It? Like the game? Or like pull it. Yeah. Push it. Bop. It's Baby Yoda. What? I don't know exactly how it's gonna work because it looks like a Baby Yoda. But you bop it. Is bop this like it. a play on the last episode of The Mandalorian when they punch Baby Yoda in the face? <laughs> press. It says press top of head to start. So I don't know if you like twist the ears. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Poke the stomach or something, which I guess is sort of the same thing as. I don't know. Why don't they just uh, make a, a tickle me, Baby Yoda? That's what you tickle <laughs> Features the voice of the Mandalorian. Oh, so it's probably like a either Pedro Pascal or someone that sounds like Pedro Pascal going, "Pop it, <laughs> twist it." <laughs> this is the way. It either comes in hot or cold. <laughs> either it. way, you're coming in. <laughs> That's not even remote. Right? I don't know what he says. Uh, uh, the Mandalorian was the Mandalorian was okay. It was an okay show. Yeah, it was Medi- mediocre at best. I would say the thing that it was missing was um, the one thing you have to learn, realize about Star Wars, Brock, that you might not know. Star <laughs> Wars is actually, I'm just talking about, but I don't remember. It was awesome. I love that show. <laughs> Rebel Scum Podcast, episode 181. One. We hate. <laughs> I'm Brock. This is James. Hi, I'm James. I hate Star Wars. Bringing you all the Star Wars news you need to know. I, I, okay, I have to, I have to say something, because I want to say it last time we were on here, yeah. and I forgot, and then we were just talking, and I didn't say it, so I have to say it. I, um, I know they're slowly coming back, but I miss the smell of movie theater popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Like, I miss, I made popcorn, I was like, yeah, it's okay. It, it, I like the flavor that I had, bland, but it <laughs> It, I, I was just like, where, I'm, I'm, you know what? I miss that that smell. And the thing is, next time I go to the theater, will I eat that movie theater popcorn that's been sitting in the glass cage for the last seven hours? Will I eat that popcorn next time I go to the theater? Will those hot dogs like are on the machine just sweating, just sweating to the oldies? Are those going to get eaten ever again? Like, are we going to go back to that? Like, hold on, let me get you a hot dog. <coughs> What are you talking about? The teenagers that work at movie theaters are very health conscious people. <laughs> you know they're wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're right though. That they are the most health conscious uh yeah. demographic. Actually, I I don't know who's right now in a pandemic, who's worse? Twenty to thirty year olds or sixty to a hundred year olds? Cause I've found that the twenty to thirties, not that I found, that's here's a they go to the bars and they're like, yeah, we're invincible. And then like the 6,200 are just like, I don't care. I'm going out. I'm going to the store. Yeah, I don't even yeah. care. I, you know, I'm going to get on that plane and I'm going to go to my summer home. Why? Because I'm old and I earned it. <laughs> Who's worse right now? <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. I think they're interchangeable. Like, I, 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 I know people in their 60s probably are still working, but like, 
you just talked about two two uh age demographics that don't really worry about money that much <laughs> working right now and being laid off or have to work from home or in furloughed or like oh we all gotta be we gotta wear five masks five masks yeah. one here two on your face two or two on your mouth two one on each eye and one on the back of your head because that's where your your breath your yeah. hair comes up yeah. i have i have three or four masks now and i gotta say my favorite Still the surgical masks. I'm still big on the surgical, the big throwaway surgical masks. I wore a black one last weekend, and I was like, eh. But the surgical mask, you throw it on, and you throw it out. And then I also feel like I'm performing surgery. <laughs> I have the washable cloth ones, and every time I do my laundry now, it looks like I have thongs in there. Yes. Oh, right, a mask. We're in a <laughs> We are in a... It's a weird nightmare because now we're in like that part of the nightmare where you're like, just pinch me, just pinch me. All right, I'm in it. I'm just in it. I'll wake up eventually, but we're not going to. This thing's lasting for another year. Let's be yeah. honest. Uh huh. Tenet comes out in a week, I guess. They've they've just yeah. they've just decided this movie. Let's just allow this movie to bomb, I guess, because it's not gonna make its money back. They're like, eh. are you gonna go see it? You're not allowed. But would you go see it if you're? Are you gonna sneak to the theater? She's not watching. Well, here's the funny thing. We drove past the um, drive-in movie in my uh -huh. area, and we had to pull over and go in and look at the posters because they still have a Wonder Woman poster up. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that means they're going to show it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I was like, yeah, probably. Um, but we were, she was like, let's go back and see if it says the date. But it's the old June poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's November uh, now, Friday. right? I thought it was November. What's yeah, I think it, to November? I think it's Black November. Widow? Black Widow, but I think Wonder Woman also moved down. Like it was like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. Um. So Wonder to answer your initial question, I think if they show Tenet in the drive-in, which <laughs> I don't understand why they wouldn't. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. What's it called? Nineteen eighty-four. 1984. 1984. I think it's just 84, right? I have no idea. No, 1984. Oh, okay. According to 66% of Google users liked this film that has not been released. <laughs> October. Are you trying to tell me that the Google <laughs> metric isn't yeah. actually useful? <laughs> uh, October 2nd. So uh, you, I, you could oh. see it in the drive-in in October 2nd. Apparently, I didn't know this about our drive-in. It's open. There's a cheetah. There's a cheetah trailer. I think so, but that, I haven't watched it. Is that real? Yeah, I haven't seen either. I don't. I don't care. Uh, like I said, I'm probably going to see the movie, so I don't really need the trailer. I've decided now. I'm like, unless it's a movie I've never heard of, and the trailer go, I'm like, ooh. For these big temple movies, I'm already going to see it. So, yeah. whether I see in the theater or not, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, Birds of prey on grave release it in theaters so they have their opening weekend or whatever but wow. then release it digitally two weeks later like get try to get your money as much as you can you know yeah, they're gonna need to I, but I don't know tenant i can't see i can't see doing too well but i mean people will go see it don't get me wrong but i it just yeah. it 220 million dollar movie or whatever it is it's not gonna make that back in a pandemic i think I, fast nine I, was the best they're like ah, next year to which I say to you, as I've already said to you before, and multiple times about Star Wars, is like, 
I don't care about that stuff. You know, it's just like no, but that's what, like that's but, something your that business created. So I, it's like that's not the end of the world. But like, the problem is they don't make their money, right? But but they don't make the money. Then the next movie, they're like, well, we can't make that movie because this one didn't make money. And then it starts this trickle effect, and then all of a sudden we're just stuck with eighteen more Avenger End Games, and it will just be Avenger End Game. It won't be anything but Avenger End Game. <laughs> it'll just be It'll that be from different like, points of view. yeah it will be they're like well people like that movie that's the, that's the last one to make money and they're like oh. this one we follow jarvis yeah not vision just the the no the bodiless voice in his mansion <laughs> and this one we follow Col- colby smolders <laughs> <laughs> was she in endgame i think at the very end Probably. i don't think she has a speaker room i could be yeah. wrong Oh yeah, she was at the Stark uh, funeral. Spoilers! Spoiler. Okay, let's talk about real news. Star Wars. This one should have been a theatrical release because, um, you know, whatever. But uh, the the Hyde executive producer Heidi's favorite movie is getting a remake slash sequel, yeah. and that is the holiday special, which is releasing on November seventeenth. Yeah. On Disney Plus. Yep. Uh, so what do you make of this holiday special? I think this is smart because this is the only way you can do something goofy like that. Uh-huh. And people will be like, why? Like, yeah, there's a magic to the original one, but that's like, yeah, I don't know. Of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like The Room. The Room is a terrible movie. <laughs> but when you watch it with a group of people and make fun of it, has anyone watched it all the way through? What? The room? The, uh, not not in the theater, like at home. Has anyone ever watched it all the way through? A room? Yeah. The room? Yeah, I have. No, the room is the good one. Which is the good no, one? No, the room is... The bad room one. Is room the is the good one, yeah. The room is... Um, what's his first name? Wizzo. Tommy. I was like, Charlie Wizzo. That's like that. Tommy Wizzo. Tommy, Tommy thank you. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I think Lego will be able to be the closest to the goofiness and like, st- like the serious goofiness that is that <laughs> like the, it can pull off that humor with Star Wars, you know? Uh-huh. So I think it's a good move. And then you can do a lot of stuff. And like from the sounds of it, there's going to be some like cool possible canon stuff in there like they're talking about ray meeting with young luke at some point or at least it starts off ray going somewhere with bb8 you're like oh cool because we're never gonna see that in a movie i don't think so yeah i think uh, i'm just reading up on it a little bit but it i think star wars needs to have some fun and like you said lego gives them the opportunity to have fun because everything else for whatever reason they want to take it way too seriously until you watch the movies, which are just riddled with humor and jokes now. But, like, it's weird. It's like, we have to be serious. But here's a... Let's... We're going to call them General Hugs. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> like, you're worried about Star Wars detours a show making Vader not look tough. And then you... Yeah. Okay. Um, I wish they did. I wish they would just release detours. Just show it. Like I think we're past the point of worrying about how Vader comes across now because I think everyone knows how he comes across. Like he's. I think they're done with Vader. Like they're. I, I don't. I mean, maybe not in comics, but in in 
movies and stuff. I don't think we're going to get Vader for a while, if ever again. So show me the detours. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this holiday special because I think it'll be fun. The Life Day is going to make an appearance in it. I'm curious if the voices are coming back. Um, John Boyega just went on the Twitters and told the toxic okay. Star Wars fans to F-A-K off. Frick off. And I don't blame them. They're like I, 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 I mentioned this the other day. I have to. I had to take a, a step back from the twatter because it was just like it's like what what is the if you go on there and you're like playful and having a good time and you're gathering information and you're sharing information and you're just reaching out and talking with other people for like having a good time, fine, that's great. But it's just turned into this sleaze fest of gross. Yeah, that, I mean it always was, but now it's like really, tr- and it's like Star Wars. Like there was one, do you know? I have to bring this up because there was one the other day when I logged in briefly. I saw people arguing over the lightsaber again, the the one that Anakin, Luke, Ray's lightsaber. They're like this is Anakin's lightsaber. Whose lightsaber is this? And everyone argues over it. First of all, why are we arguing over this? Secondly, who cares? Thirdly, it was Anakin's. Then it was Luke's. Then it was Ray's. Right? Yeah. So, whose is it? Well, now it's... I don't know whose it is now. Now it's in the sand. So it doesn't really matter whose it is anymore. It's the sand. It belongs to Tatooine. But in each of the trilogies, it's somebody else's lightsaber. The end. Yeah. over <laughs> yeah it's because it's anyway anyway i i i just want to, the star wars needs to have fun again and i can't wait for this holiday and i can't wait for the backlash of the holiday special because you know people are like ah and also i'll bet you 20 bucks someone will say rose has more lines in the holiday special than she did in the rise of skywalker 20 bucks probably um yeah, I mean, it just like Lego can like really exist in that world because it's like yeah. if if people like us don't like it, kids will probably like it. <laughs> like so, it's like it's a no brainer. It's like or if we all the groups like it, then they're like, okay, we make a second one. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So, I, I look, you have to think of the kids. Think of the kids, Brock. Think of the think kids. Of it. Good. No. Though I wish they would st- stray away from like. Let's make this new story, and then it's like all the generations of Star Wars is like somehow Ray meets young Luke, or like Mace Windu shows up, and it's like can't we? Why does it have to be every iteration of Star Wars existing at the same time? Uh because I think they're just gonna have fun, and I think the fun Luke yeah, is. Course. I think fun Luke is the one from A New Hope, and I think they just want to. <laughs> like if you have if you have New Hope Luke interacting with. Force Awakens Ray, you could have a lot of fun, I think. I think that's what yeah. it is. It's like, how, who do we have the most fun with? And who do fans identify these characters? Like, like what movie do the fans identify the characters with the most? And I would yeah. hope that Han Solo is just frozen in carbonite the entire time. And maybe he's the <laughs> tree that they decorate for Life Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's cool. Um, I'm curious when they decided to do this. Yeah, you know, I I don't want to be like a COVID truth truther or something. It's like when new projects come out, I'm like, when did you actually work on this? <laughs> I would think with the animation, I would give. I bet you like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. With the because well, because <clears throat> I don't know how long com- this computer. Well, they probably already have all the 
the models, right, for these characters yeah. in Lego. So I'm, maybe it was March 15th. <laughs> I was home with from the COVID one day, and I said, well, let's do a Lego Star Wars Christmas special. And I pitched it, and they said, do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. This uh, November 17th, you said? November 17th I is what know. I read. That I believe that is actually the anniversary of the holiday special also. It's not like a special anniversary year. It's like 42, probably 43. Yeah. But I believe that's the exact... Or it was even the ni- 17th or 19th. It's, it's around uh, Thanksgiving. Um, either a yeah, plane or yeah. a boat or something's going by. I don't know what's happening. An alien spacecraft is landing outside. I'm not sure what's <laughs> going on. Uh, yeah, it's like it's around there. So it's it's the American Thanksgiving, not the Can- mm-hmm. Canadian Thanksgiving. We get Mandalorian. Yeah, probably not. Probably after, but whatever. Um, yeah, so it's it's their Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, November seventeenth, nineteen seventy eight was when the original one came out. Yeah, so we're looking at forty two nice. years. Forty two years, big That's anniversary. Cool. Forty two. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Can't yeah. wait for that. Really looking forward to it uh, because I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars content. Mandalorian's going to be a good time. Are you concerned uh, with seeing a Mandalorian two trailer, or are you like me and you're just like, I'll see it when I see. I'll do it to watch the show anyway. I don't need a trailer. Um, sure. Uh, I'll be. I think I won't be able to avoid it. Uh-huh. I think I'll have to watch it. Oh, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh uh I don't I won't believe it's coming out till it comes out. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah. like they they've been hypothesizing this for weeks since like oh they had a meeting. Oh, uh, <laughs> they went and played golf. There's going to be a trailer. Like trailer. It'll come when it comes. Exactly. Wouldn't it be isn't it more exciting to not be when knowing when it's going to happen and be like oh <laughs> like isn't it fun when you wake up and the internet is going crazy because they dropped a trailer overnight or something like that? I, I I guess there was a rumor that the trailer was going to drop this week. I didn't even know that until like after it was supposed to drop and people were like, I'm yeah. so disappointed. Why would Lucasfilm do this to me? And I said, did they do anything? Because <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh well, they, they didn't. But they didn't do anything because they didn't announce yeah. anything. It's all these like these these leakers and and rumor yeah. spinners. They're like, well, I heard from a source. You know what I heard? I heard that the Mandalorian season two was canceled due to COVID. Canceled. <laughs> they canceled. I heard. Point. I heard season three was going to be a theatrical release. <laughs> Should I make that the title of this video? Yes, please. Will the Mandalorian season three be a theatrical release? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I should just call this Mandalorian season two trailer official. Would you ever, if they they put like the season one together as just a flowing thing? There's no credits; it just goes, it flows from one episode to the next in theaters. So it's like five hours. Would you go watch it? Would it be five hours? Jeez. Um. Ooh, okay, let's say pre-COVID theater. To take that argument. Yeah, yeah. To take yeah, that argument. Um, you know, I told... I, I remember doing the Never Tell Me the Odds with Fantasia. God, it feels like four decades ago. And I was like, I probably won't watch the whole thing through. And then the minute the show ended, I watched the entire thing right through. I... Is it a full ticket price? Or am I getting like a little bit of a discount? That's a good question. Let's say it's like 
a $30 ticket, but then you get some cool swag. Um, I'd probably do it. Would you? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it would be that bad. I mean, it is long because it's eight episodes and they're like just between 30 and 40 minutes. I, I looked it up. It's like, yeah. I think it's just over five hours. Jeez, I watched it all. You know, here's the people where I know some people, probably mostly Andrew, were complaining that the episodes were very short. For me, I'm sure. st- I'm still I'm still like way more preferring that because okay yeah they're a little bit yeah. short but they're the thing that they do right is they are to the point yeah there's no yeah. nonsense it's to the point and there's not you know especially like the second episode which is probably my favorite there's not a lot of dialogue like they, no one really talks yeah. on this show there's you know it's very rare so you don't need that much time on yeah. that and that um and that I, I just think if, if they were longer i feel like I don't know. They would start dragging, and we it would start missing out on things. <clears throat> It'd be too much, and you get you'd find yourself being bored. I love, but I also, you know, we I mentioned a little while ago. I watched Dunkirk again. That movie's like mm. ninety minutes, and it's nonstop good. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, sometimes you just gotta trim the fat. And I think it get it gets to the point with that show where like the the conversation between the two. To scout troopers is like jarring. It was like they're talking so much and doing yeah. nothing, <laughs> but it's funny. So like you forget about it. <laughs> exactly. But I, I so for me, I would say I would. I think I would do it. Mm. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, well, I like, might not. I'm an easy. I'm an easy sell, right? Because I <laughs> like going to the theater. So like, yeah, I just so. I I we were talking about this the other day. I think they're gonna have to change the the model for the, like. For the movies in the theaters, yeah, nowadays, like it's absolutely. Just, but I, I don't think they will though. I think they're going to be stubborn yeah. about it. Um, but I think they have to. I think they have to realize that a change is needed. And I was, what well, was talking to a friend the other day. It's like, remember when you go see like Wedding Crashers or like Anchorman, mm-hmm. and you would just have a good time and you'd laugh for like eighty minutes, <laughs> ninety minutes, and then yeah. you'd leave. Yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Like comedies just don't—they just don't come out. And if they do, they're on Netflix. Like they just don't happen. Yeah, yeah, they're doing way better on Netflix. Like Fire Saga, a lot of people watch that, or whatever. However, it's called. yeah, Fire, Fire. No, what you know what I'm talking about? The new Will Ferrell movie. Where oh, Eurovision. Started. Eurovision, the what, Fire Saga. That what I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, but a lot of people I know did watch it to the point that there's a song in it that it became a meme, you know? Really? <laughs> so like, but like, I was like, I wonder, and it was, I think it was supposed to release in, uh, I may be confusing a bunch of movies, but like, it was a good movie, but like, I think a lot of people are in the frame of mind that like, oh, I would never pay to watch this. But like it's like, well, you are paying to watch it on Netflix. You're just not paying. Expo- you can't yeah. see it, right? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think those movies still exist. But you know, like never, uh, always be my maybe that uh, that was a big hit on Netflix. That could easily have been released in theaters. Um, what is that one? I've never even heard of that. That's the one with. Oh God, it's a. Uh, I always forget her name. She does the. She's a comedian. Bought, uh, Baby Cobra on Netflix, where she's pregnant. Uh, always there it is. <laughs> I put in always and always be my maybe is the first oh, search. Of course, 
It sounds like that movie definitely maybe with oh, Ryan Reynolds. And Ali, Ali Wong and Randall Park. And they're like high school. Is that the Keanu Reeves one where he has the Keanu Reeves cameo? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've seen the cameo bit because somebody played it in a room that I was yeah. in years ago when before COVID when people were allowed to be in the same room as each other. <laughs> but that did well. This was pre-COVID, of course. But like yeah, yeah. that movie did well. So like I... I with what you're saying, it's like, yeah, it kind of doesn't exist anymore for comedies. But people, but, like, because, like, I'm sure there's an article that says comedies don't work in theaters anymore. It's like, yeah, but they work on Netflix. So it's like. I just think there's, like, so, I think comedies, though, are way, they're, I, I like seeing comedies in the theater. A good comedy. The problem is they don't make a lot of good comedies anymore. That's one of the problems. Is they're just not funny like they used to be. Like they, they, the comedy always kind of goes like this, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the '90s was like we gotta make teen movies only. Um, but then you know, there's something about Mary comes along and kind of they're just not as strong as they were. Like like I said, like Wedding Crashers, Anchorman, Four uh, Year Old Virgin. You just don't get quality like that anymore in comedies that you would pay to go see it when you have and it's harder now because you have something like netflix where you could be like well i'll just watch one on netflix instead you'll just stay home uh, but there's an experience going to the theater and having a good laugh with people that is i i just think doesn't exist anymore and we're missing out on i i, I don't know I, it's, it's hard to say because it's like you mentioned 40 year old virgin but Judd Apatow is still making movies. His movies have definitely evolved in a way. Like, 40-Year-Old Virgin doesn't feel like King of Staten Island. They're too kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. They're, they well, I guess he feel did. Judd Apatow. But you know what I mean? Like, did, I haven't seen Trainwreck. Was that funny? Yeah. It was... You know what it is? It's like... it's They put these characters... Like, Trainwreck and King of Staten Island were like, well, here's like a somewhat heightened version of yourself just being yeah, yourself, yeah, right? yeah, yeah you know funny people is adam sandler being an old comedian yeah. <laughs> you know i'm like oh so he's being himself and like here's seth rogan especially at that time he's like here's like the passing of the baton yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but then meanwhile now like seth rogan doesn't make pot movies anymore technically he makes you know american pickle which is more of a dramatic comedy if anything like that like have you seen that no, I want to watch it, but uh, uh, Joe, my roommate, watched it. He says, like, it's not ex- what I expected, but it was something. <laughs> and I'm like, I saw this. So. I was, I was like, well, I saw the poster. I was like, what the hell? And I watched the trailer and I was just like, well, but like, ass. maybe we're hitting on something here where it's like Hollywood doesn't want to give anybody else a try. No, just like Judd Apatow, which is yeah. like no slam against Judd Apatow. But Judd Apatow is evolving as a director and a writer and a person. Like, But then the problem becomes also is if Judd Apatow is like, I want to make this movie with this new hot comedian. And then the studio is yeah. like, well, we can't give you the budget for that. It's got to go straight to streaming because it's not going to make the money in the theater anymore. Like, it's No, I thought King of Staten Island was. It was going. To, yeah, but then, but I mean, if they really, really believed in it, they would have held off on it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, true. It it's it. There's this thing now where it's got to be Avengers, Star Wars, and it's got to make a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Or really, or like a, or it's got to be a an awards contender. Otherwise, we're not getting anything else in the theater anymore. 
but you're right it's it's sort of like it's just like it's just all about money now it's yeah. not about making something cool to look at anymore like ugh. it's it's quality it's uh quantity over quality mostly too it's we're just getting a lot of like a lot of stuff thrown at us like i, I said the other day i think you know when i made the the joke about the 80s having when they made good movies it was more um well i think they need to go back to this is like, don't worry about giving me a temple film every week of the year. Give me a few yeah. in the summer, and then give me the smaller movies. Give me some, you know, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles in November yeah. and March, yeah. and then like in July next year, I'll go see Ghostbusters and I'll go see um, Wonder Woman too. Like I'll do that, but you know, don't make me, don't always make it the big God explosions like. Let's get back to that a little bit, and let's make those temple movies, temple movies, where I feel like when I go see Wonder Woman two or Ghostbusters or something like that, it feels like I'm see- like it's an experience, like I'm there. It's an event, you know, like I'm there for a reason because it's the big movie, and I gotta go see it. Well, like you're an expert on holiday movies, specifically Christmas. Uh, WGR, wonderful girlfriend Reham, brought up the fact that like because she's a big, she likes Halloween quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um. She loves Hocus Pocus. Like, that's like, she watches it every year. Yep. But she was saying, it's like, you know, back in the 90s, we had a lot more fun, spooky movies, not mm-hmm. horror films, but like, you had Hocus Pocus. Uh, you had, you know, Beetlejuice feels like Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, you know, Tim Burton stuff. Uh, but then, like, uh, Ghostbusters is like, that's that, you could watch that on Halloween, right? Yeah. Why do you think we don't see those much anymore? Um, well, I th- honestly, I think CG kind of ruins things. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it takes away. I, 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 I feel like um, ah, there's just this loss of. I don't think it's a loss of creativity because I think there's still a lot of very, very creative people out there with those ideas. But I think there's a fear, and it goes back to the money that if it's not a name brand people like i don't think they they wouldn't make beetlejuice or edward scissorhands today in a million years yeah, but but when you look between like the mid 70s with like the lucas and coppola and, and spielberg and scorsese coming up to like mid to late 80s mm-hmm. the, mostly that era if you look at that time period they made the most mucked up like gremlins you know what I mean? like <laughs> like the movies they made back then you're just like what the? like first of all every movie has cocaine and boobs every every action movie has to have that but there's like there was this freedom that they had to like let's just do this and they would throw it out and like people were just, I, maybe it was the cocaine that they were all taking at the time that could actually <laughs> be the, the answer but there's just there's just this weird creativity and freedom where they would just like joe dante what was the last thing he did he did something recently, I think. He did like Looney Tunes back in action. Like that's not Gremlins or Piranha. Yeah. Uh, there's there's something missing, and I think it has to do with the money. And they're afraid that if it's not a name brand, if you don't recognize the IP, you're not going to go see the movie. So movies like Beetlejuice, they're like, we'll make a second one, but they would never make a movie like Beetlejuice. And if they did, it would be straight to Netflix, and it would be yeah. missing something because I think the CG they wouldn't have the proper budget to make it the as good as it should be and it's not that cg can't i mean i think i think the prequels prove that cg can replace puppets i think i think yeah. if you look at jar jar and Watto, you know there and Sabal, there are elements in there that you're like well that's it looks as tangible as a puppet right like i i think there's a lot of those 
but you have to have the budget. And I just don't think they're going to put the budget in because when you put the budget in, it's got to make that money back. And if they don't believe it's going to make that money back, they're not going to give you that money. So they're going to lower your budget to fit it. And then especially if it goes, if they're like, we're just going to put this on Netflix. But then, I don't know, you look at that Dark Crystal show on Netflix, that thing just looks incredible. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on in it, but it looks incredible. What? I don't know what anyone just said. And then Taron Edgerton speaks. I'm like, well, I know what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, there's like one character that speaks a whole different language. And ne- you don't get any. They, no. they just understand. It, you know, it's it's the bad version of how Luke can understand arts do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I get it. But then it's like the guys are talking. I'm like, and they're like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Let's go. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Edibles, <laughs> and I couldn't make that joke. What sucks the life of us? <laughs> I'm, but by the way, I am available for voicing season two of oh. that series. If you want me to, if voice I, it. if I was an actor or in Hollywood in any form, I would jump on the opportunity to do voice acting. It looks like the best, the best job, and there's so much opportunity for, it, especially now. Yeah, but yeah. I, but back to your hocus pocus. Why they don't make movies like that? I I, I just yeah. it's all money. I think it's money. I think they can't recoup because movies went from. Like Ghostbusters, whatever. I was talking to somebody the other day too. I'm like private. I remember Private Parts, the Howard Stern movie came out, and it made like 75 yeah. million, I believe, and it was a massive success. Yeah. And they're like, it's a massive success. Nowadays, that's a bomb. You know, like yeah. that movie is a bomb, and and it's it's weird because now everything's digital, so it should actually cost less to make a movie like that than it did then. But for some reason, budgets are just expanding like you look at chasing amy and kevin smith when he said i can make this for two hundred fifty thousand. swingers was made for two hundred fifty thousand. now that's a ridiculously low number for both of those movies obviously and it's not realistic to have every movie like that but there was a time when that was i I, but but they shot those on film which the price of that would have been way way more expensive you could realistically you can make those kind of movies for cheap like that again easier because it's on digital so there's just this fear that people won't go see these movies that they've never heard of. And it's probably a valid fear from the studios because I don't think people are going to see the theater unless they are aware of what they're seeing. We're less inclined to give things a chance nowadays too because yeah. – and I and it might be because of streaming services like Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Apple, uh, Amazon uh, – uh, Peacock is the number one streaming service I heard is Peacock. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's valid too. It's just like it's not a matter of people don't want to make them. It's just like, well, we'll sell it here because if like if if the the studios don't want to buy it and put it in theaters, like, well, Netflix and 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 Prime have like given them runs for their money. So I yeah, know. I think I think. Uh... There, there are things like that. Probably they're just, mm. they're just not getting the love from the studios to make them as good as they, they possibly could. That's what I think. Um, yeah, yeah. But what do I know? Maybe there's just no creativity, and creativity is dead. I don't know. It's like I was thinking, it's like, what's the last movie I watched that blew me away? And I'm like, I, and I don't think that's like 
that's a good question to begin with because like Endgame, that's a really good movie. That's like it's a really good movie, mm-hmm. but is it quality? Like it's the new action film. It's just it, yeah. It's I had fun in Endgame. I I I like the the Spider Man two a lot. That was the most yeah. fun I think I had in the theater. Star Wars is always a good time. Um, but like a film that wasn't a blockbuster, you know what I mean? Like, like honestly, movie that that I completely loved and blew me away in a lot of ways was Inception. Yeah, okay. I was just like, oh, this is solid. I like. It's not like I think people overreacted to that movie and they're like, it's so smart. And I'm like, it's not that smart. They they it's tell you, yeah, it's a bang heist movie, and they tell you what they're doing every step of the way. Like they hold <laughs> they hold your hand so that you're not. They hold your hand because they know you're not smart enough to figure it out on your own. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I I just thought it was like, it wasn't something that we got much of anymore. It was just fun, and it it took itself seriously, but not over the top. Like it just it always kind of knew what it was. I think that's what helped it. Yeah, and it, it was able to have fun. That was a that movie I really really enjoyed and I always think about. And then um, what other movies like original? What original movies have I even seen? I gotta even look at. Have I bought Lighthouse? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, what's a movie? Hold on, let's see. A movie that I recently purchased. That's original. Dope. That didn't blow me away. That's good. Sonic the Hedgehog blew me away. Yeah, that's a great movie too. Oh, Jojo Rabbit! Really, that's a movie that. Yeah. But the thing, but that movie was limited release. Limited release, yeah. like, and that movie, and, and I tell had all the, yeah, and I tell I, I would I would love to see like their numbers of viewers of that movie on any any yeah. way after it won awards. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. I I that movie blew me. I tell people to watch it. And I always get like a lot of people are just like, oh, no, I won't watch that. Well, you're lost. Hmm. Uh, Chef, I really liked. It didn't blow me away. God, the movies that I recently bought are brutal. <laughs> I did Joker documentary, which was free. Uh, Juliet Naked, based on a great book by Nick Hornsby. Dope, Dunkirk, Sonic, and then all the Indiana Jones movies. Invisible Man 2020, which was all right. Uh, Swingers, Jojo Rabbit. About a boy, Nick Hornsby, great again. Uh, Knives Out, Rise of Skywalker, Far From Home, Joker, <laughs> The Grinch. <laughs> I guess this is Christmas time now because the Flintstones Christmas Carol is also on my recently bought list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Amazon order is on the way. Feel, excuse me. <laughs> it's a different. Probably. different delivery man he's on number one and i'm number 13 on his list do you ever get this intel intelcom do they ever deliver to your area i don't know if they're like uh yeah yeah they're the best straight up i will say that publicly they're the best and by the way your roommate joe's brother delivers for them in my area <laughs> that's where tony is <laughs> like i'm not even joking Side Akbar here. I'm I'm mowing. The, I'm cutting the grass in the backyard on the riding lawnmower, yeah. and I see Tony walking around the back with the Tony smile and wave and everything. Tony with two Amazon packages, and he puts them on my barbecue and he goes ah, and he leaves. And I was like, was that Tony? 
And then the next day he came with another package because it's just a lot of Amazon ordering. And I'm yeah. like, this guy, and he's a little bit taller than Tony, but his <laughs> spinning out, same facial hair, color, yeah. mannerisms. And he goes, I know you don't even worry about it. I'm like, what is happening? So Tony, <laughs> Tony, it's not Tony today though. It's not Tony. I'm sure this guy's good too, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Yeah, I never tell you. I've had this graphic up, but then Tony distracted me. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon, thank you so much, Patreon, for all of your support. Our Patreon patrons are Heidi Fetter, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Sooner Thron, Rural Farm Boy, Austin Schur, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play, One Automated, Joy, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres. Denim nerd, den of nerds, den of nerds. True story. Josh used to make fun of me because I liked the the DC universe, and now he's super excited that Affleck's back. So I'm calling <laughs> him. I'm calling him out on that one. Calling Black is back, him. Also, all of our odds today are brought to us are were suggested to us by Patreon good friend Andy Higgins. Andy sent in some. Um, uh, odds so they're all uh holiday special related brock you ready yeah never time of the odds chewy's family will show up will chewy's family show up in the holiday special to celebrate life day uh yes i i think it's a huge miss if they don't put even even if they're just walking through the background yeah like, but I think uh, I think there is a report that they are going to be in it uh, in I, some form. It's got to be too self-aware not to have it. Um, I'm going to go 99.9%. I'm going to go 91. Like I said, it's <laughs> too self-aware not to have them in it. They'll be like, Lumpy! Uh, never tell me that. Number two, uh, will we see an Ewok adventure in the holiday special? Will that be the animated special? Thing. Will they do that through like a little cartoon in the middle there, like 2D animation? You're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Or will, will Ewok show up? Will there be an Ewok adventure in the middle of this? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 60%. I think, I think, like you said earlier today, or early in the episode, it's like they have all these animations already, and they, I know they drop Ewoks constantly in their Star Wars thing. Sure. So, like, yeah. Yeah, we got deprived of Ewoks, I think. Um, I mean, I know Wicked and his son came back in Rise of Skywalker, yeah. um, which was the best part of that movie. I'm going to go 61%. Mostly, and, uh, I, I want it to happen. How beautiful would it be if the new episodes of Mandalorian, it just starts there on Endor? <laughs> For whatever reason, right? Because we get the sense, perhaps, that the Mandalorian is going to do a lot of, like, Going from place to place based on nothing, but yeah. I would love to see an uh, Ewok show up on, on that yeah. show. It's beautiful. Now, okay, this one is never tell me the odds Mark Hamill's voice will be in it, but let's say he's not voicing Luke, and let's say Mark Hamill's voice has a secondary character. Oh. 
Sorry, Andy, I had to change it up. I'm going to say 80%, and I think that would be... I think Mark Hamill's really into the... I mean, well, we know he's really in the, the voiceover game, but like, I feel like recently he's been like, oh, I was the voice of this and this and this, mm-hmm. and like... Oh, because he was he was the robot bartender in my, in my yeah. Well, they, he didn't spill the beans on that. They did, and then he was like, "Got yeah, cats out of the bag." Well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I think he's just like I can, especially now where we're, where everyone everyone in Hollywood has a podcast studio like yeah. this somewhere in their house. They're in closets. Yeah, they all have microphones, so they're all recording. So I'm gonna go, but I like that. Uh, yeah, he'll voice something else, and maybe that'll be like I can see that being a joke in Lego, where it's like he voices like vader or something yeah and he goes hey you don't sound like luke (laughs) but with the mask on how can i fight (laughs) uh i'm going to go 83.7295 (laughs) percent all right thanks andy for those odds are you ready for the news i'm always ready for the news (laughs) i'm by the way you should know I'm gonna sing Holla News da 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 Holla News and I'm turning my mic off now Holla Today in Holla News the news you need to know right now we just talked about Lego holiday special coming up but there's other news in Lego you can now buy these designer Lego sets 3000 plus pieces where you can hang them on your wall as art. Uh, they've unveiled diff- four different types of kits. Iron Man, Star Wars, The Beatles, and Andy Warhol's famous painting of Marilyn Monroe. All four are available to pre-order now for $120 each. And will be uh, delivered September 1st. Which is not too far away. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And... Uh, you can put them together. the 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 pieces can be uh, with the Star Wars one. It can be uh, Darth Vader or Darth Maul or Kylo Ren, and all the pieces together can be switched around. Or you can buy a, a whole bunch, and apparently you can make an elaborate uh, collage of some sort. Uh, also, there's a auction happening August 26, which is this week. Several props and costumes from the saga are going up for auction in the prop store of Los Angeles and London. Some very coveted pieces are among the items, including a full Darth Vader costume from 1977, which was, I believe, used as promotional, like going to the the premieres. It wasn't in the actual theaters, but it is film authentic. Uh, Part of a larger sci-fi horror movie auction held, held on the 26th and 27th. Lucky fans will have the chance to get their hands on some of the great heroes of Rebel Alliance. Specifically, Admiral Akbar. you can buy the mask that is his face, or rather the Admiral Akbar sculpt. And it is from the original mold from Return of the Jedi and will set you back at least $3,000 to $5,000, depending on how high of a bidding war goes up. Also, this week coming up, actually, I believe next weekend, is a fan-run convention called force fest that will be online this is trying to take the place of star wars celebration since it was obviously canceled because of covid it uh force fest a fan run virtual star wars convention put on by our friends at skywalking through neverland taking place from august 28th through 30th exclusively online 
Force Festival chock full of the type Star Wars excitement discussion will be missed at Celebration this year. So far, their uh, guests are author J.W. Rinsler, podcaster Dan Zare, Walt Disney World and Star Wars Celebration mainstay Mark Daniel, and even Laughing Place's own Star Wars podcast, Who the Bosk, hosted by Mike Celestino. Uh, perhaps they'll get more celebrities, but as, as I've said, it's like this is more of a fans coming together thing. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Check it out. And also, you all know me. I love Funko Pops. They just released what will be part of the Celebration exclusives. They are going to release the Ralph McQuarrie versions of characters. So Chewbacca, Darth Vader, uh, the original Stormtroopers, and I don't think the woman character is supposed to be Leia, but like... If you've looked at the original Ralph McQuarrie art, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So that will be coming out. Uh, that'll be dropping at different stores exclusives. Uh, and I believe they uh, there was a Fan Friday or something like that where they showed new bundles of figures they're putting together. There's a Rebel Alliance one, Resistance, Empire, Sith, Jedi of like five or six characters put in a box together that will be releasing later in the year. And one of the biggest things that was shown is it is a, I don't know how to say it, I guess like the diorama of the hallway of the Tantive Four and A New Hope where you can pose all your characters. So that was apparently one of the most popular releases this year or this week of, of that, that you can buy it soon. So check it out. There's probably going to be a lot of news in the next couple of weeks, the next week or so since... They're trying to fill the void of celebration, so you'll probably hear from us again. So this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. Yeah, we're both excited about these Funko Pops. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I want. Uh, I would get all of them to be honest, but if I had to get two only, I would get uh, Vader and that Trooper and Chewbacca. Now. The short one or the big one? Because there's like a 10-inch Star uh, Stormtrooper I forgot to mention. Uh, probably the small one because I have the... the old, I don't have any big ones. You have the Wicket, which I want. But I don't yeah. have any big ones except that my Mando riding the Blurg, yeah, I guess, is a big a, one. But it's not really a big one because it's kind of two pops on yeah. top of each other. So I don't yeah. actually have any oversized Funkos, which is... Yeah. Probably a good thing. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, top five, top five things we would like to see in the holiday special. In the new holiday special, what five things would we like to see in the new 2020 holiday special, which will probably win or be nominated at least for seven different Emmys? I would like to see Jefferson Starship. <laughs> My fifth is a musical one too. It doesn't have to be a B. Arthur character, but just hear the song that she sings Ooh. in the background of something. Yes, you know? yes, good, yes. Uh, my number four, Wicket and Son. Wicket and Son. Son and Wicket. Wicket and Son celebrating Life Day together. I Do Ewoks celebrate Life Day? Or is that just purely Wookiees? I think that the new canon says that it's a galactic holiday. Perhaps okay. they don't recognize it on Endor, but like now with uh, Galaxy's Edge having like Life Day mm, actually being a day true. on the park, like I think it's across the board i think my amazon uh, package is here i heard the doorbell 
<laughs> is your Alexa glowing a yellow thing? No, it's too early. Uh, uh, my number four is going to be somehow make the the Lego Mark Hamill look like Mark Hamill in that thing where it's like post, is it post car accident in that one? His hair is like vibrantly blonde. I think it's a wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think tricky it's tricky po- with a Lego. <laughs> like, just something like that. I think it is post, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, look quite right. <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, it's, it's uh, my number three is Leia singing another song. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up and not make it about the old one. I want Babu Freck to be in this holiday special. And he's going to be this big. <laughs> Uh, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah, lifetime pop. I can't do a pop. Um, I want Kylo Ren and Vader celebrating, but I want like that, like, like Kylo to be a little boy and Vader to be his <laughs> grandfather. That's how I want it to be. Uh, this is number two. Yeah. Um, I think definitely those red cloaks the Wookiees wear for life. Day, yes. That has to be. That yes. To be. Yes. It doesn't have to be lumpy and itchy wearing them, but like, you got it. Like, yeah, it's got to be. My number one, Ben Quadineros. <laughs> and I don't care how. My number one is going to be George Lucas Lego Pop. Oh, Lego oh my gosh. Like, I didn't make any of this. <laughs> I didn't that? agree to any of this. This is not my. <laughs> I- I sold this. This isn't me. This isn't mine. Uh, not really. Well, this yeah, was Life Day. That's that you made that up. Yeah, like, well, actually, it was. Really. It wasn't actually me. It was Gary Kurtz. <laughs> actually, <laughs> throw everybody throw everybody under the bus, but him. It was, uh, <laughs> it was the ABC executives. They said, "What if it's just Life Day?" And I was like, "Oh." Bruce Valanche thought up all of this. <laughs> Bruce Valanche. Remember Hollywood Squares when he was like. A he's script. a writer on the original one. Oh, I know, I know, I know. He writes He writes everything. He's Bruce Valanche. Yeah, yeah. He's like the most unknown person who has written everything you've ever loved. <laughs> Known, unknown. <laughs> yeah, but he was big time on Hollywood. Like, they put him in a oh, square. Yeah. They were like, Bruce Valanche will be on every episode of Hollywood Squares with Whoopi Goldberg at Center Square. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, I guess that'll happen. Um, he's funny. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, this was a lot of fun, Brock. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie to you. I got to get going. I got, yeah, I know. Uh, oh, Marsh is coming over. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever, yeah. bro. Check it out. Did you know that I had this? Ha, ha, ha. We almost got through the entire episode. I wasn't going to let it happen. It looks like I'm about to rob a bank. It's like a... Come on. Don't I look like the Lone Ranger? For you people li- just listening, he put a mask on. Yeah. Like you can probably tell in the audio because I started crawling around. I'm smiling. Can you tell? Yeah, because you're smizing. <laughs> Not, uh, you have to smile with your eyes now. Oh, oh, this is how people wear it at the grocery stores. With the nose exposed? Like the whole, I go to the, I go, I was at Walmart and people were like this. And I got it. Yeah, it's like, uh, take it off or have it just hang from one ear. They can't take it off because you have to wear it to go in. And then the employee's yeah, like, true. "Can you put on your mask?" It is on. It has to cover. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's how it is. Anyway, this has been a lot of fun, Brock. Thank you. Thank you, James. Anytime. You were always scum.
Rebel Scum. Yay! All right. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.